Um, so as has already been said, I'm going to be talking to you guys on the story of Moses crossing the Red Sea and how faith is involved with that. So to start us off, I just wanted to um, give you my two points for this morning. So number one is that our faith comes out of and is built on friendship with the Lord. And number two is that our faith is demonstrated by the works that we do. So to give you a bit of, a bit of background, although Becky already did a wonderful job, um, so the Israelites have been slaves in Egypt for 430 years, um, I found out. Um, and uh, so Moses has this encounter with God in the burning bush where God tells him to go to Pharaoh and get him to set the Israelites free. And so Moses does that. He goes to Pharaoh um, and asks Pharaoh, set, set my people free. And Pharaoh says no. So God sends a plague. And Moses goes back to Pharaoh and says, set my people free. And Pharaoh says, no, and another plague. And this happens 10 times, as Becky said. And on the last time, on the 10th time, um, after, this, after the plague of the firstborn, um, Pharaoh says to Moses, go take your people, um, get out of Egypt. So Moses goes and gets all of the Israelites to um, collect up their things and leave Egypt with him, follow him into the unknown. And so they, Moses leads the um, 600,000 men plus women and children out of Egypt. However, as they're on their way out, um, Pharaoh decides he doesn't want to let them go. And he, he gets his army together, his chariots and horses and soldiers, and chases after them and catches up with them by the sea um, where the Israelites are camped. And that's where we join the story. So what might cause fear here? Well, after being slaves for 430 years, none of them have ever been free before. So this is completely new. They're venturing into the unknown. Um, there's a lot of them. And they've just found that they've been chased down by an Egyptian army of horses and chariots. Um, and they're trapped between the desert and the sea and the army. And just think how terrifying that would be to see this army chasing after you, and you're, you're just stuck. Um, and to top it all off as well, the, um, the Israelites are crying out to Moses and crying out to God saying, you should have just left us in Egypt to die as slaves. Now we're in the desert to die. It would have been much better if we were just left as slaves. So why is faith needed at this moment? Well, Moses and the Israelites needed to have faith that God would protect them, that he would direct them, he would make a way for them, and that he would um, provide for them. Moses also needed to have faith because there's so many things in this story that he wouldn't have been able to do out of his own strength, like bringing the plagues or getting Pharaoh to set the Israelites free or um, parting the sea. It's stuff that he would have had to trust wholly on God for. So what's Moses' response? He leans on God. Moses learns to trust God and lean on the provision of the Lord. This continues throughout the stories to come as well, with the story of the bitter water and the story of the manna, the manna and quail and so on. These are all situations where Moses had to respond in faith to what was going on around him. And this faith came from a place of deep relationship with God. It says in Exodus 33 that Moses would speak to that the Lord would speak to Moses as a man speaks to a friend. Elsewhere, 
we read that God spoke to Moses and also that Moses spoke to God. Uh, these, these two-way conversations, this time spent talking and listening, meant that Moses had more than a surface-level relationship with God. It was deep and it was developed over time, spent together. So what's the result? God moves. Having faith for directions, God provides a pillar of fire and cloud to direct them day and night as they're on their way out of Egypt. Having faith for protection, when the Egyptians are advancing towards the Israelite, uh, to, towards the Israelite people, God puts the cloud, the pillar of cloud, in the way to um, to form a barrier between the two. And having faith that God will make a way, God parts the sea. So it's easy to find yourself in the in the situation of the Israelites, where you're scared and confused and angry and upset about the situation. But we need to learn to trust God and lean when it's hardest. By cultivating a friendship with God, we increase our capacity for a faith response in the same way that Moses did. This doesn't mean do nothing and wait for God to do everything, but demonstrate your faith through what you do. It's easier to trust a friend than an acquaintance, so pray and listen, talk to God and get to know him. In Exodus 14, verse 13 and 14, where the Israelites are going, you should have left us in Egypt. Now we're all going to die in the desert. Moses answers the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. This is Moses responding in faith and trusting that God will, make, will, will provide for them. Having confidence in what he hopes for and, and assurance in what he cannot see, which is Hebrews 11 verse 1. Learning to lean because he can do nothing out of his own strength here. In this statement from Moses, I think he means take the time to stop and hear God in your situation and then act on what he tells you. Because this is what Moses does. This is his response. Unless you take the time to listen, how can you, how can you hear how God wants to co-labor with you? Moses only knew to stretch out his arm because that's what God told him to do. Your opposition might be really big and strong and intimidating, but if you don't stop and listen and invite God into your situation, how can he show you how to part your sea? To live like Moses is a challenge, especially with all of the distractions of today, like social media and work and family life and just generally being busy. However, we don't have to go to a particular place to meet with God like Moses did. Moses had to go to the tent of meeting. But we don't have to do that. We can meet God anywhere and everywhere, thanks to the Holy Spirit. So how, how did Moses do the amazing things that he did? Well, in, in the same way that Jesus did, he had this deep, intimate relationship with God. The faith that Moses showed throughout his life is a reflection of that relationship with God. I was challenged by a podcast I heard recently. If you're spending more time scrolling through social media than you are in and wrestling with the word, are you trying hard enough to develop your relationship with God? God doesn't have social media, so if you want to find out about him, if you want to learn about him, 
you have to press into the word. How are you prioritizing your attention at the moment? Is this something, this is something that challenged me. Is there something in your life that is an obstacle between you deepening your relationship with God? God daily invites us to deepen our relationship with him. But like any friendship, we have to make the time. So to finish up, I just want to end with a quote that, that Graham said actually this week. Um, Don't miss the opportunity to give God access to your heart. 